Hey there, it's Codette LaBarber and Bridget Whitney. We are pretty pumped to invite you to eavesdrop while we chat with some of our favorite badasses in and beyond the hockey world. The arena goal horn doesn't blow when people have success off the ice, so we want to blow it here. Did you say blow? Oh, I might have. Codette likes to rap while eating kale and chewing healthy juice on our way to Supermomet, sell real estate, or change the world one philanthropic moment at a time. Bridge smashes coffee and makes up the words her favorite songs, needs to set an alarm on her phone for almost every appointment in life because she's always late. She's busy managing her three kids, dancing addiction, and website for pro hockey families. If we lived together, we would high-five each other at 4.45 a.m. when I'm just getting up and Bridget is headed to bed, each a vampire in our own right. Both of us love our families, each other, and our insanely awesome hockey community. So pour yourselves a drink of choice and saddle up because the boys aren't the only ones with stories. Good morning and welcome to our Hockey Life podcast. Um, It's very early for Bridget, who's enjoying a Red Bull for breakfast. (laughs) And um, yeah, this is... This is my good hour right now. So this, I feel like this is lunchtime for you. <laughs> I know. It's like, ooh, how long have I been up for? My alarm uh, went off at 6 a.m. and I was like, uh-huh. <laughs> if it wasn't my phone, I would have smashed it. How do <laughs> exactly. you do that? How do you do that? How do you get up so early? I don't know. And I'm actually, it's weird because I'm actually a better person if I wake up earlier. It's so weird. If oh. I wake up, if I sleep in until 7, I'm such a sloth. I can't get my shit together. It just takes me forever to kind of get rolling. I don't know. It's so weird. First of all, the words sleeping in and seven don't belong. <laughs> they don't belong together. <laughs> I Said the woman who has not have a, had a like regular job. I know, exactly. So um, I guess we explained. So today we're just going to have an episode of Bridget and I. We've had a lot of requests just to kind of chat, um, the two of us. Yeah, it's been so, kind of funny because I feel like not only listeners that we don't know, but friends, friends of ours. I've had friends say, why don't you guys just talk? I want to hear a little more about you guys. I'm like, aren't you just sick about hearing about us? <laughs> I know. I thought you were over me by now, but no. <laughs> they just keep coming back for more. So I know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's cute. It's it is nice cute. Ask for us. And you know what, Kodak, this actually made me think that, um, uh, it made me, it made me come up with a mental list kind of on things about you that I love. And oh um, I know, but one of them, one of them is your freaking dry sense of humor. It's, it's the top of my list. First of all, I know, like, let's just talk about, I know we sort of um, dished on this a little bit before the first time we met, but we met here in Phoenix on the Coyotes. You walk into our suite, because by then I was already a spoiled brat and I was like, we got a suite. Um, <laughs> but you, you kind of, I, I was going to say you bombed into the suite, but you didn't bomb in. You just kind of waltzed in. And um, I was like, oh, we had never met before. I, I, I'm sure you introduced yourself, but I was like, oh, all right. Hi, nice to meet you. I was happy that you were in there. But you're just so dry and you didn't seem super excited or happy to be there. And I just didn't know how to take you. And I usually have a pretty good read on people. And then, I mean, I enjoyed you, but I was like, who the fuck is this? Like, what? What is going on? And, <laughs> and you were dry, but, you know, like, I, I get that in people. people. I get that in people. And then it wasn't until I think, I don't know, maybe a couple weeks later, maybe a week later, we were down in the wives room and you came down there and you were like, and I'll never forget this line because you're like, oh, you guys have to tell you something. I've been spewing hate for weeks. I'm pregnant and I feel like shit. <laughs> and this like light went off in my head. I'm like, oh, 
makes <laughs> so much sense. And right then I'm like, okay, I love her. <laughs> like that's why she's so miserable and not friendly. But I was actually, I was so sick. And just because of the dry heat and everything there, I had to go to the hospital and get IV just to stay hydrated. And so I was like, I'm so miserable. And I was literally spewing it everywhere, which you can sense. And then yeah. I think after I kind of got over that sickness, then I think I was more normal again. I, I don't know. I, I'd like to believe I was a little bit more normal, but it's pregnancy just, did not suit me. <laughs> well, you looked, you looked great, but I do remember both of those moments vividly. You walking in the suite and me being like, what the fuck? It wasn't even like you're like, hi. You just walked in. Not super what? happy. Yeah. And then in the wives' room, like a week later, whatever it was. And then, then the truth came out. And I'm like, ah, yes. But your, what your food was. <laughs> maybe it wasn't, maybe it wasn't delivered yet. Yeah. Like, Where's the chicken tenders? Whatever. Sorry I didn't have kale for you. That wasn't going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Actually, I wasn't really eating in that sickness. But that's so funny. Cause I, well, the first time I met, remember meeting you was the Halloween party. So you were, Dressed up with saggy tits. <laughs> that, well, they weren't yours. <laughs> That's right. That's right, folks. They weren't mine. <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then, but I didn't really know what you looked like. Oh yeah. So I'd have also walked into the wives into your suite confused because I didn't know what you looked like because I only met you dressed up. Oh my god! And I don't remember what I was dressed up as that year. I don't remember either. I think I overindulged. I or something or Brooke Hogan. Did you say Snooky? Yeah. Maybe. I'm going to have to go back and look at my pictures. I know Ray and I were, and this was a costume that we got to, because we moved around a little at the end, every couple of years, we got to do this costume like three different times oh. on three different teams. <laughs> That's moving. It's like, yeah, you get to recycle the costume. So I was like, voila, that one, this one was a hit. We were, yeah. uh, we were, I was a retired Hooters girl. And Ray was a retired Chippendale dancer. Oh, yeah. It so was he had this sagging. I, I think but I no, put potpourri in like a nylon and hung it out of his <laughs> yeah. panties. But I made no him wear a Speedo. No one knew who you guys were. So that's how we all got introduced to you guys. It's like sagging body parts. <laughs> but so, yeah, um, I mean, that was pretty. I, I didn't know that that's. Like your first impression of me, <laughs> like I can't even picture it. But I, I mean, I don't doubt it for sure. I was so miserable. Oh my god, I was just hating pregnancy. Oh well, and then we, yeah, but we came so, around. <laughs> yeah, so you guys all set up now, back home, away from camp. Yes, summer camp is over. Sadly, everyone cries when we leave. Um, and we, yeah, we're all back here, and it's just—I was just saying. Like, I don't know. Our lives are a little unconventional. Our kids are doing online school, so um, I'm not homeschooling. Hell no! But they, uh, like, you don't teach them. Right? <laughs> negative ghostwriter. We, I take the. They all go to a tutoring center, so they started after Labor Day. I feel like they've had a five month summer, literally. But um, I don't know. They all seem to be doing well with it. It's working well with travel schedules for sports and stuff like that and and our lives so I've been able to take them on a couple trips and stuff so we're just getting back into the swing of our new normal and I know it's pretty sweet it's been well how about, how about your kids I, well first off I'm inviting myself to summer camp next year yes now I'll that have a house done yeah I'm totally inviting myself because what you guys are doing just looks <laughs> epic I can't golf but I can be on a golf cart 
Yeah, there's lots of that. I can join those parties. And bikes. We know you can ride a bike. Yeah, boat parties, bikes. I'll do it. I'll do anything. You know, game. (laughs) Well, you don't have to invite yourself. I've invited you. We just happened to be homeless there this this summer. So we were (laughs) house hopping. Hi, friends. Got a spare bed. Got a spare bed. Family of five. (laughs) The couch, sir, with all your family. Yeah. Yeah, no, we're good. We're set up. I mean, the kids are. Back in school, and of course, that's Ryder's favorite time of year. He's such a little keener. He just loves school. So he's in middle school now, oh which my is God. wild to me. But So he got a locker, and he has to share a locker. Um, I don't know. We, I guess we have too many kids. But he's sharing a locker and with his friend Braxton, which is so great because he's such a good kid, and he's such a good friend to Ryder. So awesome. he's actually Ryder's like bus buddy, locker buddy, and they are in a class together. So I'm feeling good. He's got a lot of good friends in his class. And Eason's good. He's got too many friends in his class. So we'll see how it are this year. <laughs> Last year, everything was 100%. And I'm like, okay, well, you set this bar. So please don't come home with like failing. With the 99.5. Yeah, ew. <laughs> Not in this house. <laughs> he's, is he little you? Like, you're such a... I feel oh, like... Yeah, he's me to a T, Bridget. Like, everything he does, I'm like, oh, that's me. Oh, yeah, that's me. Like, everything. Like, he's a snacker. Like, he he's... His personality is out there. Like, he's, like, sweet, but, like, goofy. But then mean. Uh, like, you would think he's a Gemini too. <laughs> I love that mean is on the list. You're not mean. <laughs> if I have to be. If someone's mean, if someone's mean, then you know like I'll turn around and give a snarky response. I call it business. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take business. So <laughs> I told Jason, hey yeah, I'm going like I'm going down to visit Bridget. Ray's gonna be gone for a few days, so it'll just be Bridget and the girls, because Hudson was gonna go to St. Louis and watch some of the playoff games. Right. And so Jason's like, oh, Ray's not going to be there. Are you still going to sleep in the casita? And I'm like, well, I don't know. Maybe I'll sleep in the bed with her or whatever. And Jason had, like, the dirtiest response to it. <laughs> and I was like, you know, Jason, that's not, that's not our sleepovers. I'm sorry. And then I'm like, I'm telling Bridget. So I text Bridget what Jason said. And he's just looking at me with this, like, yeah, like. <laughs> look on his face and I'm like you freak so I send Bridget a text of Jason's response and Bridget calls me right away to tell me what Ray said about me coming to their house also a dirty response I don't know if we should say what they said I actually can't even remember what Ray said I mean I can imagine because it's usually smart assy and sexual yeah (laughs) involves taking a run at things Um, (laughs) I think he actually changed his flight he was like, shit, Kodad's coming. I'm on my way. I'm on my way home. Oh, yeah, so he came home a day early. So then, oh, they're hilarious. We're like, you guys are freaking ridiculous. So I go down, whatever. So we have our busy few days. Ray comes home, and it's Ray and Bridget's anniversary. What anniversary That's was that? 19. Yeah, 19. it was our 19-year anniversary. Yes. Now it is not their 19-year wedding anniversary. It is now... The day Ray didn't die. Yeah. Anniversary. That's true. We'll never forget it. I'm sitting at their kitchen table on my computer doing some work. Ray's got the ladder. He's gone to their master bedroom to go into the attic. Sorry. To go into the attic to fix the air conditioning. 
<laughs> so I come upstairs. I'm I'm calling Ray and he's not answering. I did not see him walk up with the ladder. So then I walk I'm walking to the bedroom and I see the ladder in the bathroom and I'm like, Oh, he's up in there, he can't hear me. So that's why he wasn't answering. So I just continue to get ready. So I'm talking to him and he doesn't say anything. And I go, Ray. And I'm standing right there. Like if I jumped up, I could probably have touched his feet. Because suddenly I look up, he hasn't moved a millimeter. And all of a sudden I'm like, holy fuck, he's gone. Like I literally thought he died. I, I looked up and then I'm like, okay, but if he isn't, if he isn't gone, then I have to get up there right now. Like I have seconds. I don't know how long he's been laying up there. So I bomb around the, and there's not a lot of room in this little toilet area where he is. So I bomb around the ladder and I try to run up it. I'm already dressed. I'm in a skirt. I try and run up the ladder and I freaking, it crashes. I fall down. I'm smashing my head on the ground and like landed on uh. my wrist. Like I, I thought he was dead. And then as soon as it, I crashed and I realized that nothing of mine was broken. I was like, and then I heard Ray go, what the fuck's going on? And I'm like, oh, he's alive. But and immediately, and then all, all at once, I can hear you coming up the stairs. I can hear Harper crying downstairs. I can hear Hannah telling her to stay. Like, all these things are happening in, well, within seconds. Because we didn't know. I couldn't tell. Like, I was like, from the way you were screaming, I'm like, is she hurt or is he hurt? Because, like, I couldn't tell if you were calling him for help. Like that you were oh, hurt. Yeah. So I could hear you like screaming like Ray. Well, I could hear you be like, Ray, 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 Ray. And it actually still gives me chills. Like oh. hearing you in such like I was... distress, like makes me like want to cry. But so I'm like running up the stairs and I'm like, am I calling 911? And then I was like, Harper, stay downstairs. Like you, I don't know what the scene is. Mm -hmm. And because I heard a big crash and then. So I go upstairs and Bridget's on the floor and she's crying. And I was like, what is going on? She's like, everything's fine. I'm like, it doesn't feel fine. <laughs> and then, but she's like, it's okay. I thought Ray was dead. And then. That's when then, I lost, like, literally, I look, I just remember looking up at you. Like I, once I knew he was alive, because literally I looked, when I saw his feet, he wasn't, I was screaming. He wasn't answering me. I thought, he's gone. It's yeah. over. I literally thought within that 10 second, 15 second space that it was over, that my life up to then was over yeah, yeah like I, I literally had already divided it into be, that moment before and then after it was ugh, so like, crazy before people it was a and big just night went off to party like ray didn't die no and... it was it was the night ray didn't die that was freaking scary I I, and i thought i was gonna die because i was in the pool and i was laughing so hard at bridget <laughs> was like telling the funniest things and i actually was like this is how I go. I'm going to drown in this pool because I cannot get myself to the ledge right now because I'm laughing so hard. I'm like, I'm going to drown in her pool. This is insane. It was I like think, the funniest night. I, I think I figured I needed to celebrate every possible moment <laughs> from then and on, we, starting then, even if I didn't remember. Oh, and we're man. like, Hannah, go inside. Please don't see us like this. Please, Hannah, go inside. Oh, my God. We're so crazy. Yeah. We woke up the next morning and I had to fly. And I was like, good morning and fuck my face. I <laughs> not go on a plane right now. I can't believe you did. There's no way I could have. <laughs> oh, I went to McDonald's at the airport. I ate everything that they make. And then I think I threw up everything that oh, I ate. Oh, God. And I got on the plane. Well, thanks for saving my life. You pulled me up off the ground. Oh, you're and welcome. then you got Ray out of the, out of the roof. <laughs> I mean, just there to save lives. God, can we just say? I think after that moment, Ray knew there was no doubt that I loved him. I, I know. Mean, I was like, oh, shit, she really loves you. 
Like she really does. Cause like that tone is not of someone who just took out more life insurance and hoped <laughs> you love him. Yeah. I think I didn't let him go for three days. I just was like, I needed to have my hand on him at some point, make sure that he I'm was sure in mind. Really. Sure he <laughs> he on his arm, on his arm. <laughs> Okay. Well, thank you for being there during that epic day. Oh, I'm happy to be. I'm happy to be a part of the first anniversary of, you know, the day Ray didn't die. So, yeah, <laughs> I do remember too joking about the fact that you were the gift. I'm like, and here's your gift. Here's Codette. Yeah. She's your gift. <laughs> Thanks for that. Here she is. <laughs> I'm sure he's probably the only one who would be excited for that. So. God messed up. Speaking of, I just heard you say "fuck my face," and um, that <laughs> was also on one of my lists of things that I love about you. All your quirky sayings and your one-liners. Like in my mind, first of all, I die, and I'm just laughing whether I'm reading a text or I'm talking to you on the phone. Ray will walk by. He's like, now he knows better. He'll walk by. He's like, is that Kodak? And I'm like, yeah, because I'm crying, laughing at you, and I can't. I'm glad someone enjoys it. Jason just walks by and rolls his eyes. He's like, ugh, stupid. <laughs> yeah, he gets to hear it every day. I know, but he doesn't appreciate it. And I think, for well, you know, it, he just tunes me out. And I don't know if that's just a goalie thing or because he thinks I'm so stupid. <laughs> he's pretty much I shut would, me off. If he, if he started talking like you, I would die. Can you imagine Jason no. talking like you? No, he would never. <laughs> no, I can't even think. He's never picked up any of my sayings. I try to no. pick up your sayings, but I just can't deliver it the same. You're like that comedian that, um, oh my God, I don't know if you've ever heard of him. His, and not look-wise, just so we're, we're all on the same page here. Because <laughs> like, as soon as you Google him, you'd be like, what? Um, th- Stephen Wright. I don't know. Stephen Wright. So dry. I don't I think the guy just like has one tone, so he tells all his jokes just kind of on one level. You're gonna have to look him up. I know. He was, it was, was probably like fifteen years ago that I knew of this guy, but anyways. That was one thing with the show was like they didn't show my dry sense of humor, but I'd always get messages from my friends and stuff being like, When are they gonna show how dry you are? I don't know. I'm doing it. I'm just not <laughs> yeah. using it. Why don't we get, so we put out an ask on Instagram for questions. Why don't we just get into a few of those? Well, all right. This one is a little more serious, but how, how do you deal with emotions of rookie and main camp and feeling the pressure? Do you remember how you felt? For me, that was a long time ago. I don't know. I was probably like half cut or like just <laughs> <laughs> stepping away. Twenty. well no because I was with Jason when I was like 25 I think my first year I didn't really understand kind of the level of what they go through and then after that I think I just removed myself because it's easier if you just kind of let them do their thing because if they feel the pressure and stress from us then it just stresses them out yeah I didn't used to go to camp like I didn't go with Ray to whatever city he was in which at the time was San Jose I didn't go with him until the season started which was October and probably because I didn't know where he was going to be I didn't know if he was making the team or not I don't remember feeling super stressed yeah like I feel like that was quite common for like our time to not go yeah until after that but until you had kids and then of course you have to get them then you have to get to school but yeah I feel like I just kind of had to remove myself from it so yeah 
And I think because physically we weren't there, or for me anyways, I, I don't remember being super stressed about it. I remember, I'm sure I talked to him on the phone all the time and was always asking how it went and what was going on, but it wasn't until he was actually told if he was up or down. I don't know. Right. Those first six years of his career, I felt like I was kind of a little stressed. Right. Yeah. For him, is, but nothing. It's easier if you're just not around to stress. Them yeah. Out. But, yeah. I and think you have the girls around to be around. I think that helped. Like for, I know in Phoenix when we were there, and then we just had such good girls, so we just did our own thing. We didn't bug them. We didn't, you know, we just we just didn't see them for the month of September, basically. Yeah. yeah. And we would just the girls. We would just go do our own thing. We just meet up for playdates. We would take the kids wherever for dinner. We would just be gone so that we just didn't get in their way. Yeah. So I don't know. I didn't until I had kids in school. I didn't go until October. <clears throat> yeah. I had an extra couple of months at home with my family and my little kids, and yeah, I didn't come until later. Yeah, which I feel is quite common. Like yeah. you know, there's something getting set up unless you have the kids in school. So. Or you have to do a move. That's yeah, exactly. Different story. So this one is always a favorite of people's question. Um, what's the best and worst thing about being a hockey wife? Okay, I have a couple best things. One, okay. and I think I've talked about this before with another guest, but um, is honestly access to great doctors. It's oh, a quick. Yeah. I mean, I just always feel like no matter where I am, whatever city I'm in it's a quick phone call if someone's hurt or sick and you can get connected quickly. Um, right. Like if you have yourself on a ladder trying to save your not dead right, husband. That, just like that. Just mm-hmm. like that. That was a quick phone call. The next day. <laughs> and I guess the worst part is probably just, um, I think um, not being in, not having any control of their careers or whatever's happening to them because that's that's and this kind of brings us back to the stress kind of feeling but if things aren't going well for them or coach isn't liking them or whatever like the pieces aren't fitting perfectly that is super stressful and that's hard that's the hardest part to deal with yeah I I agree on that too yeah I have a like one of my like good hockey friends is kind of going through that right now where the coach doesn't like her husband and that's out of your control and And There's literally nothing you can do, and it's yeah. so stressful, and I think that's one of the worst things. Yeah, so. you're just sick about I, it. You're sick about it. You want to relieve it for the guys. You want them in the best situation so that they can be the best, um, and you can't. There's absolutely – I can't. Ray can't. Or the guys, you know, like, they can only yeah. do so much, but I think it's that lack of control feeling or I don't yeah. know. I think that for me, best and worst thing kind of go hand in hand. Like, I agree with what you said as mm-hmm. well, but best – is all the friendships we've made along the way, like the friendships you make along the way. And then the worst thing is when you don't get to see them anymore. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> like I agree. Of, like some of my closest friends are European. And then once they're back home, that's yeah. it. And they're retired and they're back home. And it's like, well, when am I ever going to go there? Like, I, I don't know. I have a hard time with that. Or even someone being so far and not like, I'm lucky where I get to see you all the time. Yeah. And kids, but like for me and Jenna, I don't get, I get to see her, but I don't get to see her kids. Yeah, no, that's you true. Know? So that part is like, was always hard for me. I, agree. Like, oh, I knew everything about you. And now all of a sudden I don't know anything. Like yeah. I don't know what your kids' personalities that's... are like. Or Yeah. So I think that that's one of the best and worst things. I agree. And my, I, I agree that like, the friendships are um, amazing. Like I, I wouldn't, I would, I feel like I would have no friends if I didn't have all my hockey people. <laughs> I know. Like, who would I talk to? <laughs> and that's the best and worst part about moving, too, because I actually lo- I don't mind the moving part. I didn't really mind it. It was harder. 
um, when our kids were older and in school, but I kind of didn't mind the adventure of it all earlier in Ray's career. I kind of enjoyed it. All right, new city, new people, but then the crappy part is you're leaving behind others, which is exactly what you said. So I guess you can't have one without the other. Um, This one's kind of, I don't know, maybe because I feel like my answer is cute. (laughs) What's (laughs) What's your favorite thing about marrying an athlete? What's yours? <laughs> just, <kidding>. <laughs> <laughs> just blew her nose and then snorted and laughed. Uh, um, geez, I don't know. What's my favorite thing about marrying an athlete? Jason, don't look at me like that. He's like, what's your answer? <laughs> um, I don't know. Well, I got to say for me, yeah. while you think... I I mean, Ray is a pretty great bot and is a really nice ass. Mm. So, I mean. really does. Those hockey butts are when they yeah, just Yeah, hockey win. butts are when. Yeah, I would say that. I would say one of the best things is the exposure to um, actually just kind of everything. Like the healthy, um, you know, like nutritionists and all that kind of stuff that I just, I don't, you know Why what I mean? Why are you being like, so practical? I know, but Fuck. well, should I say paycheck? <laughs> I mean, you probably should. <laughs> yeah, no, hockey butts are good. Jason squats for three hours, like a game. So it's like that thing's solid. Um, <laughs> that makes sense, though. Back to being practical, yes. <laughs> but, you know, like uh-huh. the access to like, like, it's kind of what you said, like the doctors and stuff like yeah. that. I mean, that's been super because even for like writer's diagnosis, it's like, okay, well, we need to get in and do this. We need this. We need yeah. this. And people are kind of more inclined to help. So, yeah, because they know you're only in a spot for a short amount of time. So um, what does a game day look like? What oh, yeah. does it look like for you? I feel like it could probably be different because I am married a goalie. Probably. This is a funny question, too, because I always think everyone knows, but I guess they don't. Um, mm-hmm. And it, it changed for us in different cities, but basically it's. They get up and go to the rink in the morning for, I don't know, I don't think it's a very strenuous skate. I don't know. I'm not there. But he disappears and he used to come home. <laughs> I don't know. I'm not there. <laughs> no. um, but then he'd come home and early on, I actually made him his pregame meal like every day. Like I was, what? yeah, every single day. I was like a, a sweet European girlfriend. I was going to say. Because <laughs> the European <laughs> girls like cook yeah. every day full dinner anyway so I used to do that I'm not sure why but and then um and then he would sleep in the afternoon um and I would just try and stay quiet or get out of the house and then he would leave at like 4 30 or something like that four I don't even remember depending um but then and it's funny because then once we had kids I felt like when they were in the house I was trying to shush the kids and try and keep them quiet and he didn't have a white noise machine so we were all kind of tiptoeing around and uh trying to keep it quiet and actually I can remember this one time when we were in uh, Carolina one of my girlfriends new neighbor didn't really know her well but she came to the door and she's a little bit louder when she talks and we were standing at the front door and she's just like talking away Ray's banging on the ground like I think I don't know if he had a hockey stick up there he's banging I was like oh shh, shh sorry and she goes what is he doing I'm like well he sleeps during the day you know for two hours and we just were trying to be quiet so he can sleep she's like who naps during the day? Like she was just blew her mind. I'm like, well, yeah, because he eats, he eats first and fuels up heartily early in the day. Then he sleeps and then he doesn't eat again until after the game. So I think, uh, 
It just blew Wait, her so mind. You're like, he might have had a hockey stick up there. Does he pregame he, nap with the stick? He made <laughs> his a cape, his sweet dreams. Well, yeah, like Jason, he sometimes he would go for pregame meal after practice, but then sometimes he'd come home and make it. And well, he didn't trust me to make his food. So the only <laughs> thing he trusted me to do was turn the oven on. So, uh, and then he would just make his food. I would leave, see if he needed anything out of me to have at the house before he left for the rink. And I would yeah. just, same thing. I would just, I just stay out of his way. Cause it, yeah. especially for goalies, it's so mental. So I would just be gone. Let him do his thing. Yeah. I, uh, that was kind of, I tried to stay out of the way too. And then there were cities too, where the guys go, <clears throat> cause the rinks are a little further. They had pregame meal for them, like at a hotel and a room so they could go sleep at sleep there. Yeah. Which, they, did it. they did that in Phoenix <clears throat> for a bit. They did. Ray did it because we were far. And then when we were, he was playing for the Panthers too. And at the time they were playing in Miami. So that was kind of the first taste of that. And hmm. he would, because there was so much traffic, it took over an hour to get to the game. So he would just go early, you know, and spend yeah. the day there, which I loved because I'm like, oh, giddy up. No, exactly. I don't have to be quiet around here. Yeah. Yeah. The old game day. Hey, I'm laughing. Do you remember? So I was listening to Julie's um, podcast. Yeah. And uh, when they had Lindsay, um, uh, Lindsay Vaughn. Vaughn. Yeah, Lindsay Vaughn on. And she was talking about the pregame thing. And she said, um, she's like, yeah, you know, like PK, like I give him a massage or whatever. And I was like, oh, is that what we're calling it now? <laughs> <laughs> I know. Is, like, it, is it a pregame <laughs> massage? <laughs> Where? <laughs> With what? <laughs> exactly. But remember those young days? It's like um, all fresh and you're like, hey, I'll do anything for you. <laughs> now I'm like, you're on your own. I'll see you around. Yeah. Ah, uh, Lindsay, we've never met, but we'll have to ask her if that was code for something. Yeah. Or we can okay. all just imagine that it probably was. I know. <laughs> so what do you miss the most now that you guys are in retirement? Uh, I miss I miss the people. I miss like what we mm -hmm. kind of talked about before. I miss the girls. I miss the guys. I miss the social. <clears throat> I felt like um, the league kind of di um, dictated my social calendar for a really long totally. time. So I really missed, I missed all of it. But all yeah. of the interactions with the girls and the guys too. Um, it's just always a, it's a fun group of people and it was a very tight knit, no matter where you were. Was, I mean, for me anyways, I always had some tight groups of people and I, I, yeah. I loved it. Yeah, I definitely would say I miss the girls. Mm -hmm. um, and I think with most retired people, we kind of say the same thing. I know that some of my other friends that whose husbands are retired now, it's basically, yeah, miss the girls. Yeah. Paychecks aren't coming in like that anymore. Like, yeah, that's a given. That one's a given. Coaching doesn't play as well. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, More hours away and less zeros. Exactly. Yeah. Um, it hey, would be, yeah. I would say girls for sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, agreed. Even like the girls' Christmas parties and like even the baby showers and all the, like everything, all of that part. Christmas parties. I remember the one at your house when you and I co-hosted at your house yeah. and we had catered. And that was my last Christmas party with Julie Torres as a teammate. Um, and we just like laughed our asses off because Julie and I are super inappropriate together. <laughs> and some people like you didn't really know her at that yeah, point. Yeah. So we're like, what are you two even going off about? And everyone was like, you guys are so weird. <laughs> I remember Kristen Schlemko being like, you guys are disgusting. And we're like, ooh, you just made this a new game for us. <laughs> like, <laughs> thank you. But I I'm miss that. I parties were so fun. Yeah, they were. But the best were the Halloween parties. 
the best ones were the Halloween parties. Yeah. Yeah, that one at um, Armitage or whatever. That was. Oh, yeah, that's a good one. We blew that one out of the water. <laughs> I feel like most are. And that's the time when I'm on Instagram and watching, you know, like checking out what everybody's doing. That is the time of year where I'm like, oh, I missed the team party. I know. And that is the, that's the biggest one. I know. Yeah. Now I'm like, I don't have a party to go to and wear my costume. But we've been talking because there's so many retired um, players around here in Scottsdale. We're like, we got to have we should just have an, an alumni Halloween party. We'll just invite whoever. We'll just have a bash. We should do that here, too, because there's actually a lot of people here as well. But because I bought this inflatable penis costume, (laughs) but I'm like, I have nowhere to wear it. I can't (laughs) answer the door for trick-or-treaters. I mean, probably not a good idea. (laughs) (laughs) I might not be a neighborhood favorite after that, but. (laughs) You should just just vacuum in it. (laughs) (laughs) Don't waste it. I can't. Oh, I will not waste it. Don't worry. So how did you meet? You met Ray. So there's a question of how we met our guys. I know you, Ray, in high school, right? Yeah, we went to high school together. We were buddies. We just kind of flirted with each other. And And then if I story correct, you didn't lock him down till he signed his NHL contract. That's right. right. I waited till he got drafted. (laughs) (laughs) You've been listening to Ray too much. (laughs) Piss off. Are you reading notes right now? I know. My face texting right now. <laughs> no. Yeah, we no, were just I... really good friends for a long time. And then finally, um, I think his, the, his last year junior, I don't know, we just talked on the phone a little bit more. We used to write letters. We literally so, wrote, we were kind of pen pals. I think I got to go find those letters. Yeah. And then finally, um, he claims, yes, after he got drafted, after they won the Memorial Cup, and then he got drafted is when I finally kind of caved. And uh, I don't know. He finally kissed me, kind of kissed, like I sort of kissed him on the cheek a little we were at the bar and I was just kind of standing next to him and he was going to leave and I gave him just a light peck kind of by the ear and then kind of looked at me and then he left and then when I got home that night later with my girlfriends he was sitting outside the house with another buddy and then so I I said bye to my girlfriend I'm like see you girls ran downstairs and then him and his bud were at our house we were just talking and the friend kept leaving and nothing was happening I'm like oh I'm thinking is he gonna kiss me is he not gonna kiss me and then oh. the friend must have left three times. And then finally, I was, and then finally, it was like I don't know if he kissed me or I kissed him, but all of a sudden, that was it. And then, oh, cute, yeah, so cute. And you? Um. Well, I was out with friends. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'll give you the Cole's note edited version. Um, no, we were. <laughs> I was out with my girlfriends, and Jason was out with his friends. And I've known one of his friends since I was eighteen, and this is a friend that he grew up with. So I went over and talked to this buddy of ours, Sean, and then um, I was like, "Okay, hey, let's get out of here." And one of my girlfriends is like, "No, their other friend is so hot. Can we just stick around for a bit?" And then this guy, I don't know, Jamie or something. And then, so I'm like, okay, sure. But I don't want to talk to Sean anymore. (laughs) So I just, I don't know, probably pulled some cheesy line on Jason. I think he still thinks I'm so cheesy, but I have all the cheesy lines. Yeah, like like what? Come on, give me one. Oh, like, (laughs) no, if you're you're holding like a beer bottle, I'll be like, are you going to recycle that? (laughs) Just Just whatever. (laughs) (laughs) That was it. The Nelson in me wants to know if you're going to recycle your beer can. Um, no. And then, yeah, so I started talking to Jason and then 
yeah, then things escalated. <laughs> looking at me like, tell them about <laughs> <groin> massage. <laughs> yeah. At the bar or later? Anyways, <laughs> with your face. Oh, so funny. And that was the beginning of the end. Yeah. And then he, yeah, so then he was obviously just home for the summer. And then we just kept talking. We we didn't have letters at that point, not like you and Ray, but we had MS and Messenger. So we chatted on. You didn't have, pe- wait, you didn't have pens and paper? <laughs> no, we had the old MSN Messenger. So I'd like get home from work and like log in and be like, I hope Jason's on. <laughs> and then we would just chat on there and chat on the phone. And then I ended up in LA <clears throat> with a girlfriend. And then so I saw Jason and then. Yeah, and then we just kept having visits, and yeah, then it turned there serious. I like it. Yeah, he's like, I can't let this one go. <laughs> Someone else is going to get her. I can't yeah, have that. Jobs, yeah, keep her. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> yeah, not with massages like that. <laughs> oh, wait. Okay, there's this one. Love you both. Does having a retired athlete bring peace or stress? Depends on how long they've been home for. Um, sometimes it's like, when's your next road trip? Um, you know, it's so different because you're so used to them traveling. And when they're home all the time, I found that was like, how do we coexist? Yeah. Do you find that hard sometimes if like raise around? Because you get such a system. Like we have a system that, you know, you it's coping when they're gone. And then you've got your routine and everything. And then they come home and then they're home for too long. And you're like, all right. Yeah. Bye. <laughs> Uh, I felt like the first year was the hardest. It was definitely a transition and um, not necessarily an easy one. Like it was, he was, he was around and I've honestly never loved golf more than I did that year because he, his routine was get up and get the kids out the door and go golfing, which was awesome. I loved it. Uh, But then, like you said, like you, you're just used to managing your life and your household and your kids on your own. And suddenly he's in there giving his opinion and Mm -hmm. uh, not necessarily doing things the way you would do it but you got to let it go a little bit but um it took it and we definitely had to be better at communicating because yeah we didn't have to communicate about those things um while he was playing because I just took care of everything but and and they're little things but even like who is registering the kid for hockey who's paying that who's you know because I would have just done all of it where now Ray was had his hands a little more in in that part of it with you know getting Hudson going and then I'm like did you pay it didn't you pay it or you know just yeah it's different. Yeah, it yeah. changes. It's just yeah, different. Jason was never involved in any of that. And now he is. Like, now I call him my domestic manager yeah. because, like, you know, he's, well, you know, I get audited once in a while. <laughs> yeah. And then it's like, he's, you know, he's online auditing me. And then he's booking, <laughs> like, he's registering Easton and, like, baseball and hockey and camps. And so he kind of does all that stuff. But, yeah. Yeah. It's just like a different balance. But yeah. it's good because we travel so much. So we're st- we still have that break in that space to like miss each other when they're gone but I mean it's it's both peaceful and stressful sometimes yeah we've definitely taken advantage of the time together too with trying to take trips with our kids and uh just he and I you know we've we've managed to get away a few times too and that's been super fun so yeah you guys are good about that you guys get away quite a bit together yeah well and our kids our kids are older so it's easier it's kind of easier now and also we've got family that come down here for months at a time so that's kind of awesome too and because the kids are easy all they're really doing is driving them around feeding them sometimes well and now i hope that hannah has her driver's license yeah. so yeah but now we can't leave you. now we're afraid to leave her alone 
<laughs> now we're afraid of the blowout that might happen at our house when we're gone. Well, when we come, when we come for Easter, if you guys go again, then we'll watch the kids. <laughs> Perfect. So this is one thing that I love with you guys is that we spend Easter with the Whitney's yeah. every year since retirement. Has We've it been, been every year? I love it. Yeah. Whether sometimes... Oh, Jason, remember he came for one day because he didn't have his passport. Oh, yes. But yeah, it's usually, or if he can't come, then it, me and the kids at least come. But we've been down and I love it. I love that we do Easter brunch at your house with everybody. And I know it's like, been so fun. It's such a, it falls at a, such a great time of year, obviously, in the spring. And it has yeah. kind of turned into an alumni Easter. Like, cause sometimes, yeah. I mean, I don't know, there's, there's friends from all over that kind of, gravitate to this area in the spring and it's been awesome I love it too I love that I, and then I love that I get to see your boys I know they're so cute yeah because it's like yeah the one time of year that you get to spend time with yeah. them and stuff yeah because yeah. I mean you know Easton since he was a baby obviously I was pregnant with him when you met me um yeah so it's funny for you to like see them grow like I yeah. said I get to see your kids a couple times a year but just because of like the retreat and everything yeah. but yeah so no, yeah, it's, it's fun. fun. I like that. I appreciate I appreciate that we get to yeah. still come back and do do that kind of stuff with you guys. Yeah, it's awesome. Yeah. And I'm also always grateful for the soccer coach slash chef that we have so that I can hang out with everybody and not feel like I have to burn their food and apologize. And then <laughs> I can leave that part out. We're not making food. No. Between the two no. of us, but you know what? I don't cook or do anything. But for some reason, I can murder like a turkey dinner. Everyone's yeah, like, oh. "This is so good!" Like the meat will literally fall off the whole the whole carcass of the turkey. I'm like, I don't know how I pulled this off. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, I know shit about cooking. I can do a holiday feast too, and then and then I go on strike after that <laughs> <laughs> for the rest of the year. For the rest of the year, no, that's a lie because often I'll do. Canadian Thanksgiving, then American Thanksgiving, and then... No, I usually don't cook American Thanksgiving. I usually wait for someone to invite me over. <laughs> Anybody? What's everyone Anyone? up to? Yeah. Cooking. Perfect. What time should we be there? I'll bring I'll the bring bread. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like we have to um, answer this one okay. question, oh, I guess, about the show. Um, okay. People are curious about the show. Um, why... I mean, you weren't on season two. No, I just did one. Yeah. So um, for us, we didn't do season three. Um, I mean, I don't know how much we say, but like we, I don't want to shit talk the experience because it was a good experience and we had fun as girls together Mm -hmm. and it was a good platform for us with autism and stuff. But um, yeah, they just, I guess, didn't want to pay us, Um, Mm -hmm. which it was a lot of time. Um, you know, not all the guys were, the guys, like, I have to tell people too, like the guys weren't stoked on filming. So no, no. it caused a lot of rifts between all of us and our guys, all of us. It was stressful. That was definitely stressful. And Jason and I were doing long distance the, in season one and the filming of season one. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, we would go two full months without seeing, seeing Jason and then we're going to see him for less than 24 hours and there's cameras in his face. And yeah. he's like, Ugh. so yeah. it's a lot of time and everything. And then they didn't want to, um, fill, like pay. And yeah, I mean, again, it was a good experience, but for all that and everyone on the show is making money, but us, it kind of, yeah, that's no, that's true. 
And I felt yeah. the same way. It was interesting experience. I was glad that I did it myself. Um, but it was super stressful. I held my breath every time. And I was worried how Ray was going to feel about things. And like you said, he wasn't crazy about filming. And he really wasn't on a ton. But um, yeah, it was a little stressful. And then again, we were navigating that first year of him not playing. So we're going through all of that transition and it not necessarily um, needing all of it to be out there. I just remember trying to be as honest as I could without being too revealing. I've said that over and over. Right. And it was a tricky situation. You know, I wanted to be honest. I want to show what we're going through. But at the same time, I don't need to tell them everything. They don't need to know everything. Right. And we needed to respect our guy's space. Yeah, for sure. So, yeah, that was kind of it mostly. And I mean, again, it is a lot of time and to not get paid and everyone else on the show is getting paid, but yeah, we're not. And people actually found that the most shocking when I yeah. talked to people like you didn't get paid for that. Yeah. We well, because his- it was pitched as a docu-series, a documentary right. series. It ended up looking completely not like we thought. Right. And but- like, I mean, I get a lot of stuff from LG. LG was a really good sponsor and we got a lot of stuff out of that for season two, right. but, but not payment payment some girls got paid for yeah yeah depends on what market you're in yeah (laughs) I was not in the market well (laughs) I was happy that I thought season one we had we had fun I thought they really I thought they did a really great job of casting all around um with the girls and what they were doing and also with the guys and what where they were at in their careers and then at you know by the last episode I was like okay we're fine we made it you know, I was relieved that after every episode that we didn't look like jackasses and that we came off. I felt like I felt like pretty good. So I was like, OK, I was totally. Yeah. Like, the anxiety yeah. Before oh, my God. The episode were like, what stupid things did <laughs> yeah. I say? They used it. <laughs> yeah. And what words got twisted in a different way? Because uh-huh. that was not in our control. But anyways, right. I think we both think, yeah. we both it came out big- pretty good. <laughs> yeah, we both. Yeah, we were totally happy. Jason was super happy with how we came out yeah. for season one, season two. Yeah. Um, and again, it was good and we had fun. The girls' yeah. trips they put us on were amazing. And I got really close to a lot of the crew and I mm-hmm. still see. Oh, I know. I love, I love the crew too. I love the crew. Like we, and same for you, like as soon as those cameras were off, we're like, okay, let's hang out with you guys. Yeah. Like, let's, let's go eat. Something. Let's have a drink. Like, let's go yeah. explore New York. Let's do stuff. And yeah. so that was fun. That was but, fun. I mean, for, for me, I know, you know, a lot of us give up stuff. Um, to, to live this life. And I've always been like a worker. I've always wanted to work and do stuff. I have to stay busy. I've got this crazy ADD personality. Like I need to be doing something, but I mean, I remember when I first moved to Jason and it's just funny how some people are about this lifestyle. Um, I first moved to Jason and one of my girlfriends asked me, she was like, are you ever going to work again? And I was kind of offended. Cause I'm like, what do you like? A, it's none of your business. Yeah. That's a choice Jason and I make together is that I don't work again. Then that's a choice we've made. But I'm like, part of me was just kind of like, oh, no, no, sister. Like, I'm on Freedom 25 plan. Like, I'm done. Like, I've retired. <laughs> and I was like, no. Freedom yeah, all 25. <laughs> I was 25 when I moved with them. But, so I was like, this works out perfect. I, yeah, Freedom 25. I'm just living the dream out here. I'm sitting by the pool in L.A. I was like. <laughs> No, I will work, but right now I'm just kind of getting my footing. So, but it's it's nice to be in one spot and be able to work again. And I love giving. Jason's given me so much, and it's nice to be able to contribute. And 
I think for him too, it's nice for him that I have something else to talk about. That's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, I want to know what your friends are up to anymore. Like go get a job, <laughs> go do something. So, exactly. So it's been, it's been good. And I like, I, I like working, but I need different moving parts in my life. I like to have work. Um, I like to keep my mind going. I like to have my charity work because that's yeah. just what, that's my passion. And mm-hmm. then even the podcast now it's our fun outlet and, you know, I need to yeah. have different moving parts. Well, and you're good at balancing it. I feel like you're good at finding the harmony in all of it. Or at least you yeah. seem to be. Maybe that's because you get up at 4.30. I get some stuff done. Last night was a late one for me. I was closing up a deal last night and I was like, oh, let's get this done. Meanwhile, <laughs> it's 9. Bed. It's 9 p.m. It actually was. I'm just settling in. I'm settling in for the next six hours before I go to bed. The deadline was 9 p.m. I was like, Ugh. <laughs> you want to want to just kick it up faster? But and for you, too, like it's nice to see you. I remember seeing you for the first time after you'd finally gotten back into the groove of dance. And mm. I was like, you got out of the car and I met you at uh, you came to Fairmont and you got out of the car. And I just remember being like, holy shit, Bridget, dancing looks good on you. Like you mm. just looked so happy and so healthy and. Like, I could just tell that that was dance and that you're back into that, into your passion and and all the competitions you go on now. And I'm so incredibly proud of you. Like, it Aww. gives me chills. You would share it more. You're so secretive. Like, <laughs> Yeah, because I just do it for me. That's why. I know. And it, and, and that's great. But, yeah. I mean, you can tell me. <laughs> <laughs> that's true. Well, you know what? For me, too, like, I, I just... Um, well, my kids have been busy and like a lot of people and with all the moving parts and moving around a lot, um, I, did, I, I lost myself, I think, for a while. I was happy, but I don't think I was doing anything that I really loved. Um, right. And I wasn't teaching as much before I had the kids or even when they were younger, I would fly back home all the time and choreograph and teach. And then where we were, I would find a place to teach. And um, I loved that. But then suddenly my kids were too busy and they're after school sports and activities were all on me to get them there and organize it all. And that's when I would typically be teaching or dancing or whatever. So um, anyways, I, I missed it. And then when I found it again and found the space in my life to uh, give myself permission to do something I loved, I think that was that was the best part, I guess, you know. Yeah. For, and I make a I, point of it. I make a point of making sure that I get there and do it. And I think competing wise, I just did that because... I didn't want to just blow off a rehearsal and be like, eh, I can't come today or I'm not going to dance this week because right. I felt like I needed a little bit of a goal. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Because I remember the first year of you being in Phoenix, um, you were still flying back and forth to rally to um, yeah. graph. So yeah. and then it was a few years break. And again, like I said, when you got out of the car a few years ago, I was like, <laughs> holy shit, like you look bomb, huh. like everything about you, you just your energy, everything. You looked so good. You got oh, like, you thanks. had to like lean dancer body. Like you just looked amazing. Thank you. So it's, it's awesome. <laughs> like it's nice. That, that's the one good thing is that we get to do that again. Right. It and, is. Yeah. I'm grateful. Our life has been pretty awesome. Obviously fortunate that I've been able to have a bit of a gypsy career, I guess, um, yeah. in amongst rays. Um, but it's it's been fun, and now this part's fun too. My, I'm I'm happy that I've been able to enjoy my kids and be around for everything, and then find something for myself. No, exactly. Yeah, and I love that about you. Like that's yeah, one of my thing, like favorite <laughs> things about you is that you always find time to like 
like that you do manage that all, that you do have time for just you and the kids to take just the girls on a trip, to go with just Hudson somewhere, to go with Ray somewhere. Like you are so good at that kind of stuff. Yeah. And I try. I don't know if I'm good at it. I'm I'm I try to do it. <laughs> try to squish it all in. Yeah, I don't have that balance yet. It's like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, why? (laughs) (laughs) Not there yet. (laughs) Oh, man. So here's, maybe this is a good one for us to close on. Someone had kind of asked me before, so why are you doing a podcast? Why do you want to do this? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, First off, I like fun, and I think this is fun. Um, (laughs) But I love... And it goes back to what the best thing about hockey is, is the people that we've met. Mm -hmm. And I feel like to have a good platform to give exposure to some of these girls and these guys and what everyone's up to is definitely one of my favorite things Mm because there's so many amazing people. And I feel like hockey players and their girls are a lot uh, more humble and no one knows about everything that they're doing. And a lot of them are so talented. Some of these girls that I know, I'm like, I get mesmerized by their videos of like their craft. Yeah. you know, I just feel like this is our opportunity, this is our platform to to chat with them and kind of let everyone else in on what they're doing. Yeah, I agree. I think you're right, too. I think there's a lot of humble people, even with social media out there. It's hard to throw yourself out and say, hey, look what I'm doing. So I've always kind of wanted to be I've always felt like I'm a bit of a cheerleader for others. And this is just another um, way to share that. Yeah, let's you show are. everybody and the inside scoop on people, because I mean, there's some there's some fun stuff that happens that people don't necessarily hear about and we talk about a little earlier like uh, the guys aren't the only ones with some fun stories like the girls have some pretty freaking fun stories too so it's just a it's a great way to share a little more of the inside scoop and everybody's personalities right and And what they're doing yeah and camaraderie and like you know for us too we don't we know and I'm using quotations like we know a lot of girls but we don't but we're still friends in that sense where you know, most yeah. of us are just cheering each other on because we're all just trying to, we're all still just trying to make it just because our husbands are pro athletes. Like we're all still trying to do stuff. Yeah. Right. And even when they're finished, there's a lot that happens afterwards too. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah so that's why we're here. That's uh, why we're here. Be cheerleaders. And we just, yeah, want to just use the platform for a good thing and for fun stuff. Yeah. So here's and, a little call out to anyone if you're listening and you want to hear from someone or if you feel like you have an awesome story to share within the hockey world uh, make sure you let us know pop us either one of us a message um on instagram or twitter or whatever have so many mutual friends yeah exactly (laughs) if you're connected so yeah yeah. either for yourself your husband or or a friend that you um feel like we should know we definitely want to we want to share as much as we can absolutely all right girl it and um let's yeah, go we'll book chat. flights as much as i like watching you on skype here and seeing your face i'd rather um hit you in the arm while we talk <laughs> well and i had to relocate because jason decides to pull out the vitamix i'm like um <laughs> if you see me <laughs> are you honestly gonna start blending right in front of me <laughs> like i thought i got rid of one that one <laughs> i know it's it's still the world right <laughs> <laughs> yes. What a, turd. what a turd. All right. Well, smooch your boys for me and we'll we'll chat Luke. soon. Smooch your kids and Ray for me. I will. Okay. Love <laughs> okay. you. Love you too. Bye. Bye. Thanks for hanging out. You've been listening to Our Hockey Life with Codette LaBarbera and Bridget Whitney. Join us next week when we get to introduce you to another great hockey friend. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Our Hockey Life and at Codette LaBarbera.